Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. It is Thursday, June 7. Good morning and welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Jafit de Oliveira. Jafit prays for us and he's going to do that again today. Yeah. Thank you. Heavenly Father, just uh, thank you again for this day. Thank you for an ability to be able to just reflect in your word, to be able to read it, to be able to pause in it, to be able to ask some questions about it. I ask God for your spirit to lead us into uh, a fresh revelation of your character. We ask this in your son's beautiful name. Amen. Amen. Okay, another new um, translation of the Bible today. It's Romans 2, 12 through 29, and it is the New International Version today. All who sin apart from the law will also perish apart from the law, and all who sin under the law will be judged by the law. For it is not those who hear the law who are righteous in God's sight, but it is those who obey the law who will be declared righteous. Indeed, when Gentiles who do not have the law do by nature things required by the law, they are law for themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show that the requirements of the law are written on their hearts. Their consciences are bearing witness, or their consciences also bearing witness, and their thoughts sometimes accusing them, and at other times even defending them. This will take place on the day when God judges people's secrets through Jesus Christ, as my gospel declares. Now you, if you call yourself a Jew, if you rely on the law and boast in God, If you know his will and approve of what is superior because you are instructed by the law, if you are convinced that you are a guide for the blind, a light for those who are in the dark, an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of little children, because you have in the law the embodiment of knowledge and truth, you then who teach others, do you not teach yourself? You who preach against stealing, do you steal? You who say that people should not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhor idols, do you rob temples? You who boast in the law, do you dishonor God by breaking the law? As it is written, God's name is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. Circumcision has value if you observe the law, but if you break the law, you have become as though you have not been circumcised. So then, if those who are not circumcised keep the law's requirements, will they not be regarded as though they were circumcised? The one who is not circumcised physically and yet obeys the law will condemn you who, even though you have the written code and circumcision, are a lawbreaker. A person is not a Jew who is one only outwardly, nor is circumcision merely outward and physical. No, a person is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is circumcision of the heart, by the spirit, not by the written code. Such a person's praise is not from other people, but from God. I have a question really quickly. I can envision... A lot of people listening to this thinking mm-hmm. to themselves, well, I do have the law and I do teach other people not to steal and also I don't steal myself. Mm-hmm. And that enabling a certain type of person to be able to continue to feel pretty smug because what if, I mean, I can think of people who I know who I think I am convinced they are pretty pious. I don't yeah. think they have done anything wrong. You know, I've sometimes thought yeah. that in a way, why is it so difficult for people to live moral lives in the sense that all you have to do is like go a single day without screwing up in any massive way. And yet Wouldn't most of us amazing? find that very difficult to do. But I, I think there are people I, I could name people that I'm pretty sure I don't, I'm not cynical enough yet to think that everybody is really just a 
kind of an evil person just hiding their evil somewhere. I really no, don't think I, that. Look, I think, and Paul will address this, and we'll get this get to this point as well through through this section of Romans before the you know the season is done as we get through these different series. But Paul eventually will tell us that he believes that every single one of us has this bent not towards God, but this bent towards towards evil. And mm. he says this is a struggle, the internal struggle that we have. I mean, I know people say that, but then I, I think also people have a bent toward good. People do things that are altruistic and that are good that and that's are not in their self-interest. And that is because you know, they do it all the time. to the Spirit of God. I guess, yeah, that's yeah. true. And okay, we, and maybe we should get to and your think, question because yes. we can... I did check up on the law, by the way, that we talked about yesterday. And uh, and so just to verify that, it, it actually is the entire inclusiveness of the law, the Torah, and as well what, what happened and what God gave on reminding them at the Ten Commandments there as well. And it's because Paul is talking to the Jewish people, saying, you have received okay. this special message. And the Gentiles did not receive this special message. Therefore, you you know, you should so have done better. So if he were... To be to speaking to us, it would be the Ten Commandments and the entire writings of Ellen G. White, probably, right? That would, would be our be version. Entire, it would be the entire Bible. Oh, okay, the Bible. And yeah, it would be everything that every great commentary But wouldn't it also be the spirit of prophecy, given that that would be our special additional, yeah. like that would be the equivalent of yeah, what Seventh-day we're Adventists supposed to love, follow? Seventh-day Adventists love the spirit of prophecy. Hmm. Having said that, Ellen White actually does also say that she, we should never use her above the Bible. Um, she is a commentary on the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say categorically the Bible is our source. No, I just think that would be an interesting way for us to think about it if we're people who feel like, hey, you know, I follow everything in the Bible and I follow everything in the spirit of prophecy. That would be kind of the equivalent of the Jews thinking that, that they are following all 600 of their laws and that they are better than other people because of that. Yeah. Right. There are uh, there are people who actually live in that world. Uh, that okay, do, so question. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Uh, Thursday, June 7th, here we go. Uh, it says this. How would you redefine church membership? No, why would I be redefining church membership? Well, uh, the reason oh, why... Oh, based on reading this? Yeah, based this? on this okay. text here. Um, Paul's basically trying to say to us, hey, you guys have defined what it means to be Jewish. You have defined what it means to be a follower of God. And I think you guys are messing up. And so he comes along and says... This is not what it means to be a member of the kingdom of God, well, and and he says you you haven't you haven't done this. So I'm just asking the question: How would we redefine church membership for I ourselves? I have to say that I think the idea of membership in anything is just sort of goofy in and of goofy. itself. Why, yeah, it's why, like, it goofy? why do you have to be a member? Of, like I don't the fact that you come along and you're there to me. You that's because you don't. Well, I don't like to know. Subscribe to anything. No. Although you do get the New Yorker. I uh, have often. Uh, yeah. It's not that I don't like to belong to things. It's, I'm saying that how do I know the difference between whether somebody is a member or not? We had a good friend a in sign. England. I <laughs> would have thought that she was a church member, quote, oh. quote, because she was involved in everything. She uh-huh. led out in everything. She oh, yeah. was at everything. Turned out she was not only not a member of that particular church, she wasn't even an Adventist. But what does that even mean? I would not have known that, except somebody told me, oh, yeah. she's not a member. She yeah. hasn't been baptized. She's not... She's not a, but it was like she kept Sabbath. She did all the things. So I kind of, my belief about, you know, I guess membership is our way of saying who is one of us and who is not. My thing is if somebody wants to be one of us, pay, welcome. Like, I don't see that we have such a problem of people just beating down our door. Well, what does membership mean? You're either a member or you're not a member. 
So when we define church membership, it's a way of saying that you have to, I mean, we normally do have certain things that people have to assent to. When I was young, people, if they wanted to become a member, they'd have to quit smoking, for instance. That was a big deal back yes. when I was a kid. I think when I was baptized, the, there were two adult people who were baptized with me who I believe had had to quit smoking and they'd had to go through a whole thing. You know, they'd been to a revelation seminar or something. And, you know, I was young enough, I don't remember all the details. But, you know, we often have these, you have to jump through certain hoops in order to be one of us. And I'm I'm saying, how many people even want to be one of us? If they want to, then I would say, come on in. I think there's something actually really beautiful about being a member. I think there's something really valuable about belonging to a tribe and saying, hey, it's it's valuable to actually place my faith into a practical relationship and living part of my faith in this community. I think it's very easy to say, I love God. And, and I believe in you know the gift of salvation. I enjoy that, and I enjoy that I belong to the kingdom of God and the family of God. And then I don't want any responsibility or any kind of like engagement in a community to to be involved in that. Well, no, and I so, think what I'm saying more is that what if somebody did want to be engaged and yes. involved, and they come along, but we've decided they can't be a member because they haven't quit smoking, or I'm just using that as a place marker for whatever sure. other thing. Well, it and I think be, it could I think be that's, lots of things. And I think right? that's why it's worth reflecting on what does membership mean because i have met people who who really have placed membership on this pretty much the same level of, of salvation and uh and they're like well you know that yeah if you allow someone to remember right? then it's like and, you're rubber stamping oh everything goodness. about their life and it's like I'm, i don't even know anything about everybody's life yeah, so i can't possibly exactly. rubber stamp everything about anybody because i don't know what people are Doing That's or why thinking, or I think we need to invest in secret cameras and recording tapes. Well, you you get that impression sometimes. <laughs> you do, then you you get this kind of like creepiness uh, that some people have. So I think it's really worthwhile to to re to look at this, and I'm going to encourage you guys to have this conversation with your friends, to dialogue about this, and to think about this because I think it's worthwhile investing some time because we value um, community actually being involved in leadership community being involved in, in living out your faith, in, in looking after each other and shaping what church could be like locally. And in fact, it means that whatever we shape locally affects us globally. So think about that. What does, uh, how would you redefine church membership? I'm going to encourage you to do that. And until we connect tomorrow, live love. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. If you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.